Okay, so it's recording. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. This is Aina, and today I have Jess Bannon, Jess Self-Fit. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know you, who is Jess? Just a bit of technical difficulties technical difficulty there. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be on. So Aina, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so just for anyone that doesn't know you, like kind of who are you what are you what are you up to why are you on the podcast <laughs> um so i'm um, officially i'm an online fitness coach um so i recently qualified um as personal trainer in september of 2020 in the middle of a global pandemic um my experience has always been in marketing um but i decided i kind of wanted to delve into personal training because i really felt that this was something i was quite passionate about um as i started my own fitness journey in july of 2019 and since then my life physically and mentally has completely transformed um i was at a stage in my life where um i just felt really down i've always suffered with my self esteem my body confidence um i just never felt like I deserved to be happy um, really and I suppose I kind of knew that my my body and how I looked and how I felt it needed to change and I did that and um and now here I am um I started my coaching business um a month ago and it's doing really well so far considering it's only um I'm only a month in and um you know I'm helping a lot of males and females kind of I suppose f- help with help with their physique goals but also help with any um you know, help them with any barriers that they might be coming across, if it be through mindset or, you know, helping them with their nutrition, sleep and everything. Like, I think when, when it comes to online coaching, it's more than just an exercise plan or nutrition guidance. There's a whole element of your health um, that we can help with. And that I think, you know, for me, I have my past experiences that I can help with. And a lot of my clients that come to me are people who might have low self-esteem, you know, body confidence, body confidence issues all of which I have experienced so I'm able to kind of be help people in situations that are similar to my previous old um, experiences so it's it's really rewarding to be able to help those um people cool um yeah so a lot of what you said there I really like relate with as well so I've came from like a similar place as well not being like confident at all and then found the gym and then that gave me confidence and and I think at first it's always a bit of an ego thing. I think when you join the gym, you want to look like as big as you can, but then, then you realize like that's not fixing anything internal. Like, um, and I think it's important that you said like, you didn't feel like you deserve to be happy. Um, so what kind of like change then for you? When, when did you figure out like, you know, Jess deserves to be happy? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I suppose when I started really treating my body with the love it deserved, like I treated my body with, you know, the food that was nourishing it. Like it wasn't just like, I didn't go from like, you know, like eating, you know, loads of like bread and pasta or whatever, to just eat, eating loads of veg. It was more like I was eating all my macronutrients, but I didn't understand, you know, like, okay, like what is like protein? What is fats? And I didn't really understand that. And I suppose it was very much a learning experience for me. And it's not, like, oh God, I know it sounds dreading at the start when you're like, oh my God, like what's the macro? And like, do I feel stupid? I don't know it. And don't, you know, don't feel that way. It's all a learning experience. Like we do learn some of these things in school. So, you know, the things that we learn, we're able to bring on with us in life. And I think as a coach, it's what you want to be able to provide is be able to provide people with, you know, skills and understandings that they can bring on to all elements of their life. These are things we should have as part of our lifestyle is the understanding of what we're putting into our body. Mm-hmm. And I suppose 
when I start, I suppose like when I started like really like exercising and actually like the release of endorphins, I felt so much happier in myself. And I felt, you know, when I started exercising and I felt good and, you know, um, really start being probably a bit more mindful of what I was eating um, as well. Um, but I suppose mentally, I took like a, a, like a 360 degree point, I suppose, um, just when I, I, I probably got actually an online coach. I think that was probably one of the real big stepping points in my fitness journey was that I was at a point where a lot of females or males have been where they're eating like, you know, 1200 calories. Like I was training six, six days, sometimes twice a week or sometimes twice a day. Sorry. Like I was very much overtraining and I didn't understand that, but I overtrained because I thoroughly enjoyed what I was doing. It was, I had no physique goal at the time. It was just because I felt good um, in myself, but I wasn't feeling my body. So I was like, probably now looking back, I was definitely exhausted. I was very lethargic. But um, once I got a coach, um, it was kind of a decision I made because I knew I wanted some accountability. I wanted to really learn about this whole side of my life that I was really only like new into. And I wanted to like help from an experienced person to kind of help me with that. And now I'm with my coach over a year later and like it's still the best decision. And, um, you know, I think it's it's been a thing where a lot of online coaches have an online coach because you, you still learn from them both from yourself, but also stuff you're able to kind of pass on. And we all learn from each other. Um, it's very like, um, the online coaching side of, um, the online coaching, like fitness industry has been, is very much a collaborative, um, industry. And it's something that I'm like, so delighted to be part of even in it with yourself. Like we've been able to help each other out. So it's been good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's brilliant. Um, I think accountability is just absolutely key. Like I have my own coach as well. And I've said that a few times in the podcast I've had, this is my third coach now and it's not, um, it's not that I'm coach hopping and whatever, but trying to figure out, you know, who works best with me as well and stuff. And I think that's important. Don't just stick with someone for the sake of it or because you paid or whatever it may be. Don't feel like you're tied down to someone. Um, you know, I went to two coaches and they were very good for what I needed at the time, but uh, my kind of, approach to fitness and stuff changed and with that then I kind of went looking for a different coach and this one suits me really well and I think I'll be with them for a long time just because I can already see the progress just mentally and physically and and everything like that and you know like you said we're like coaches ourselves we know a lot of this but it helps to have accountability it helps to have extra education guidance and someone just to tell you yes or no sometimes or suggest things for you that you would probably suggest to clients you know um like so many times i'd be asking questions and the answer i get is like that's exactly what i would say to a client if they asked me but you have to take your own advice sometimes as well mm-hmm. um what like what kind of started your fitness journey like um it was actually probably when i was living in australia um so i was living in australia for for about 20 months and i came home sadly due to the pandemic um so i was out living went out to australia live my best life life and, and everything was and then my sister um, and my parents came out to visit me in June of 2019 and um, I remember we went went um, on like a like a tour or something whatever and went to like a really nice beach and my sister at the time she had lost a lot of weight she had just been weightlifting for about like I think she was lift, weightlifting about two three years at this point but I you know I was like that's you know that's silly like why are you doing that and like yeah you look great but like I couldn't understand like I was like oh but she looks so muscly like that's so like manly and like these were all thoughts that I had and I you know I remember when 
we she wanted to get a photo of us in bikinis and I was like oh god I feel like an absolute like whale so got a photo beside her anyway and it was probably one of the photos that I looked at myself and I looked at myself and like it was like it was like the photo was speaking to me um it wasn't even just how I physically looked but mentally I knew how I felt that day and I just felt like awful I knew I had like a really horrible like messy like greasy breakfast and I was like this just not like it's just not nice and um at the time I was kind of like oh like I feel confident and like I don't care what my body looks like this is who I am but really like I did I did care and that's just what I kept telling myself for ages that I looked good and like some to some people I what I, I might have not looked big but to me I did because I knew that's not how I wanted to look and I remember looking at like several photos from that day and I said to myself I need to make a change so I joined like a circuit-based gym. So it was basically like um, kind of like hit kind of related uh, workouts. So basically you were like, uh, you'd be doing exercises um, for like two and a half, uh, two and a half minutes or yeah, no, not two and a half minutes, two minutes for like two minutes and 30 seconds and you're off for 30 seconds and you switch around. But I had it like a bit like an element of like boxing and there was personal trainers there to help you guide you through the exercises. So like to be like 12 rounds. So it was actually called 12 round. And let's say your first round might be like, you know, 10 punches um, on the, like the punch bag. And then it might be like 10 push-ups. And you keep repeating that for like two, two minutes, 30 seconds. And that's how it went. So it was very like intense and you'd be sweating afterwards, but like, and you'd burn a lot of calories and it was great. But um, yeah, I started to really enjoy it. And, um, and then I kept doing that for... I think about six months but then I'm I started weight uh, weightlifting so when I got when I got my coach she was trying to like you know trying to get me to do strength training and I was like oh I don't know like I'm happy doing my workouts I just you know I want a bit of help with nutrition and then I started weightlifting in January of 2020 actually so I'm only weightlifting a year which is actually Jesus yeah. Christ, that's, it is a bit mad but um I went to a gym which I personally like uh, I suppose um a gym where a lot of the like a lot of bodybuilders would go to it's it's very well known um in Melbourne in Australia and um I I don't know why I joined there at the time I suppose like um it was probably at the start of January I actually thought like I didn't really have a goal I suppose when I got a coach when it was probably early January of 20 Um, so I set myself that goal um, that I compete in 21 and um, so I joined a, a kind of like a bodybuilders gym like I mean these were people who's competed across different federations I really immersed myself into it and um, when I look back and I see like photos and videos from what I took in the gym back a year ago um, I was like I was only starting my journey but like I really like I went in every day and like I knew I wasn't near to where all these other people were in terms of their journeys like a lot of these people had like won competitions and you know her were, had like had their pro cards and everything but I went in confident every day because I knew eventually I would get to where they were and like I had no muscle I was still losing weight at the time um you know I wasn't doing the correct form of exercises and everything like I like I look back and like I can say that I've learned all that and I don't I'm not embarrassed by my past because we all start somewhere and I think that's one of the messages 
oh, do you want to get across today? Is that like, we all start somewhere and, you know, people might look at me and think, oh my God, she's been training all her life and, you know, she looks great and she did a photo shoot and she looks lean. But really, I only started a year, I only started a year, year and a half ago. I'm still very new and I've still a lot to learn. And what I have learned in the last year, I really immersed myself into that. And I think if you're going to have a goal or you're going to have a system um, in place to change your habits, just literally give it your own because there's no point in giving a half you know a half percent like you know 50 percent um of your effort if you're not if you're not if you can't go the full way so um yeah I think that went on for a very long answer but (laughs) yeah there's a lot of different things I could uh I could pick on and start talking about there I know (laughs) it's hard to know where to start um the gym in Melbourne Melbourne which what gym was it it was Doherty's. Yeah, I was going to say it was a Doherty's. That is the only gym I know in Australia. Because yeah. Because it's over Instagram. Um, yeah. But yeah, how, how important do you think, like, um, changing from the circuit, kind of training twice a day to doing, like, resistance training, how important do you think that change was for you? It was a, it was a big change, 100%, because I was so used to assuming that, you know, I needed to break a sweat in order to lose weight. That was probably one of my big things. That's probably why I trained like twice a day. And I was like extremely lethargic. It's like, you, like, I know quite a big thing in the last few lockdowns, people doing like the live Instagram workouts and they're all his related. Um, I was doing them like at the start of lockdown just because it was something to do. But really with hit workouts, you know, they're great. But really, if the gyms were open, would you be doing a HIIT workout? Probably not. Um, like, I think when I started doing strength training, I was very nervous as a female. Um, you know, I was scared of putting on muscle. Um, I was scared of what like, people might think, if people were going to judge me in the gym. Like, you know, like in Doherty's gym, if you, if you go onto their social media, you will see lots of competitors. And it's a very, you know, um, like, you know, you see lots of... Um, muscular people but these are people who worked their whole lives for their for their physiques and you know you hear me walking in just you know just a normal girl and having no clue at all and I was completely naive and I like I absolutely loved it because I just I like a lot of but the amazing thing was is that like like you know some people can go into that scenario and think um you know like oh my god I feel so embarrassed and everything like that I never felt embarrassed I did not care what these people thought but it's amazing that like you have this perception stereotype being like oh like they're a bodybuilder and like they think they're great and they're vain and you know they only think about themselves the amount of people that actually came up to me and helped me was absolutely amazing and I think that's the kind of um you know when you know when um you know people go to the gym I know some people are very like you know skeptical of someone coming up to you being like advising you on how to like you know correct your form or anything like that and I get it but I absolutely loved it and the amount of like competitors that came up to me and you know were like able to help me with my form because they knew I was doing something wrong or they would start a chat like it's amazing how welcoming that the bodybuilding community is because they again everyone starts from somewhere and I think with strength training I just I knew I had to start from somewhere but once I started and once I just I just fell in love with it I think like I found the perfect environment for me that was the environment I wanted to immerse myself so if you're going to start some training try and find a gym um perhaps that's kind of you know maybe surrounded with other peers who have maybe similar goals to you or that there's a good atmosphere I think for me I love a good atmosphere um in my local gym you know there's so many people have different goals but it's a very supportive community and I think 
I know it's it's very daunting and intimidating to go to a gym when you feel like you've no um experience or anything like that. But we everyone starts from somewhere. We don't wake up and we're like magic bodybuilders and we're like you know everything like that. So um, but I think start give, give strength training a try. It's massively changed my life, both physically and mentally. Like I feel so much stronger and like uh much more confident. And it's not just because I put on muscle. It's because. I love what I'm doing. It's the feeling, it's the adrenaline. It's completely different to what I was doing with HIIT training. HIIT training, I just felt exhausted afterwards. Whereas when I finish a really good strength training session, I just feel like I can conquer. Cringy as it sounds, but that's how I feel every single time I do a session. And it's massively changed my life. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like it's been a, it's a, been a really important change for Jess. Um, yeah, so that's, that's cool. Um, yeah, with the like with the kind of the gym atmosphere as well. Yeah, like obviously right now we're in the middle of another fucking lockdown. God knows when the gyms are opening in Ireland anyway. I think Australia the gyms are still open and stuff because they handle things a bit better. I think. Um, but yeah, once you're in that kind of atmosphere, like the odd time, yes, you will find a gym where you're going to get like a really negative atmosphere. And I've I've been in gyms like that myself, and that is kind of daunting and intimidating, but like you said as well you know you're you have to start somewhere um and even if you're in them situations like you know people might be looking at you and judging you or whatever but that's it they're not going to do anything else about it they might just you know be ego driven and not be there to help you but 90 percent of the gyms you go into there is kind of a positive atmosphere and environment there um you know if, if i see someone coming into the gym you know the first day straight away I'm thinking fair play to that person you know they're starting to make a change they this they got the foot in the door that's the hardest bit um mm-hmm. you know and most other people in the gym are thinking the same thing or else they're mm-hmm. just too busy looking at themselves in the mirror and worrying about their form and and how they look and stuff so you know like I think people are people find it very daunting but it doesn't need to be daunting at all because everybody you have to realize everybody's in the gym for more or less the same reasons and that's you know self-improvement mm-hmm. um and like you said as well, having a really supportive like gym and environments is really key. Like, and it's something I kind of took for granted. I think because I started, um, I started in a gym. It's local enough, so Clare Galway Gym. If anyone's from Galway, um, I started in there anyway. And at the time, there was about there was somewhere between ten and fifteen of us, all around the same age. We just kind of started. There were some from same where I'm living and some from Clare Galway and some from other places but we all kind of came around the same time we got to know each other I was doing kickboxing with some of the lads so I knew them and we'd meet like two or three times or four times or five times a week you know instead of doing homework meeting at the gym um, after school and stuff and that was such a big important part of my journey because if I had started by myself I think I would have just you know lasted two three weeks like everyone else does and then fallen off the the wagon um, and the first day as well, I went to the gym. I met a guy there who is my neighbor who I'm really good friends with now as a result of that. And I, I, I said this on the podcast before I went to the gym, looked around, was like, oh, I don't know what to do because no one showed me. Panicked, freaked out, walked downstairs, hopped in the jacuzzi and then met the other guy in the change room. Um, and he was like, oh, sure, come tomorrow or whatever. So I did that. And then after that, you know, just a little bit of encouragement and support got me to where I am now, I suppose. Um, and I think that that's so, so important, like a little bit of support, like even, you know, it could be go with someone else. It could be tell someone else you're going. It could be, you know, just asking members of staff. Um, even, you know, if you if you think someone knows what they're doing, just ask them. They're more than likely not going to tell you to fuck off. 
um you know they're, they're going to they're going to want to help you like and there is people that will support you like so just try to find people like that um and definitely share your goals with people i think um what would you say to someone who like maybe thinks right now that they don't deserve happiness i'm hitting you with the deep questions this is very deep but i'm, I'm a very deep person i suppose as well so um if i was to give someone advice you you do deserve happiness but your happiness starts in yourself you know it, it's there it's not about it's all about self-love it's you know you're like you can't depend on someone else or other things outside of your world on the outside world in order to make yourself happy like you know yes we can eat chocolate and that makes us happy for like 30 seconds we can buy ourselves a prada handbag that how long will that keep you really happy for you know self-love is something that i'm still working on and um it's something i think that we all still work on really um throughout our whole lives and um you know for i was i always had a negative mindset throughout all my life um i've you know, like I've suffered with um, depression, my mental health, you know, is not the, um, as strong as it, what it could be. And it's, it's still a learning thing for me. And, um, you know, I went through most of my my teenage years and my early 20s of really just felt like I didn't deserve to be happy. And I don't know mental health, but I suppose for anyone that, you know, you know, whether you have good or bad mental health, you know, it really starts with self-love and really, you know, loving yourself. You know, it, um, you can't love someone else unless you don't love yourself. It's just like not possible. So I think the real, where you need to start is find out, okay, you know, write down a list of things, really good things about you. Like what are your qualities? What are your core values? What are your beliefs? What are the things that make you you and realize when you look down and you write down, if you even if you write down three things and that's all you can think of, look at those three things and be like, those are three good things about you. Like, you know, like pat yourself on the, you know, pat yourself on the back, like, you know, or like write, like write down like simple things of like, you know, um, write down different achievements you've had throughout your life. And this is actually a task I did um, last or this week. And I was kind of like, oh God, I haven't had much achievements. But once I started out, different achievements that I've over my last you know 27 I'm nearly 28 uh, years of living um it's amazing that when you look back and you think you see it there in pen and paper these are all the things that I've achieved in my life so far and there's so much more that, that you could fill so I filled up like half an A4 page and I felt embarrassed being like oh god I only filled up half an A4 page like I haven't really achieved much in my life but there's other things that like will still come to mind and I suppose you need to realize when you look at those achievements think about how you're feeling when you achieve those or how you felt in the lead up to all the, all those goals, you know, you, you did that and like, you know, give yourself credit. And I think that's something we don't do is that when we reach a goal, it's kind of like, okay, well, what's the next goal? Like, let's just keep going. You need to just really give yourself time and realize just, you know, be, just be happy with who, who you are at this present moment. And like the person you will want to become, you will eventually be that person, but you need to start with the core of who you are and realize that you do deserve yourself you do deserve to be happy there's nobody that doesn't deserve to be happy um it's a matter of you believing in that you can do that yeah how deep is that, that <laughs> yeah that, i think that was uh the answer i was looking for anyway okay good 
yeah that's really good there's a lot there's so much there that i like agree with again like and the things that i say to my clients as well even like the three things i get clients to you know like i think focusing on three things is pretty important um you know focusing on 10 it's a bit too much one is good but you feel like there might be more in the tank kind of thing i think if you focus on three it's very doable you know even like so i, I say focus on three things today focus on three things for the week um you know focus on three things and it's just easy because you can you can get things done and I think as well, it's just so, so important as well to be looking back at accomplish, accomplishments um, because we're our own like worst critics, like all of us are. Like we're constantly thinking, oh, I did that wrong. I fucked that up. Um, I'm shit at this. I suck at this. Mm-hmm. You know, all of this negative kind of, and it, it's, hum, it's human nature to look at like all their flaws and where we need to improve. But like you said, you know, you need to look back and kind of reflect and actually write down what have I achieved and that's something I've done and it's something I keep you know referring back to when I catch myself being kind of negative and feeling down on myself I think back and okay what did I achieve like last year what did I achieve you know in the last week um what are some good things about myself especially when I'm feeling like a little bit anxious or whatever it might be I try to think you know okay what what are some positive characteristics and then I start listing loads of them and I'm able to list like 20 30 characteristics but I remember the first time doing that um, and it was actually with a counselor about two years ago. And she was like, okay, list some like positive characteristics by yourself. And I think I listed three and I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, what about, uh, you know, is there anything else? I was like, uh, I was struggling, like really struggling to think. And then she started listing them for me. She was like, well, you told me this, you told me this, you told me this, you're doing this, you're running a business, you're self-employed, you're working like six days a week, you train like six days, like it's, and she just listed off a lot of things that I was telling her about myself. Um, mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, looking, looking at myself thinking, oh no, these are just things I'm, I'm kind of doing or have to do. I look to them as like achievements, things that I get to do and have accomplished. And I think that that's really important, like kind of perspective flip like is to be able to look better look back at everything you've achieved because you know what the youngest person probably listening to this could be 18 19 20 <clears throat> that still means you have you know 20 years of living behind you like and you're going to have accomplished a lot of things you know like you said you filled a half an a4 page but I'd, I'd say if you spent longer on it you could have filled nearly whole book you know getting up this morning was an accomplishment putting my socks on was an accomplishment um, you know, not screaming at the dog after she's in the carpet, whatever it might be. <laughs> That's an accomplishment. So they're all small things. And then there's bigger things like, you know, you started a job, you finished school, um, you maybe you showed up to school, even though school sucked and you hated it. Um, you know, there's so many things that we don't look back on and pat ourselves on the back for. And we need to, we need to like kind of appreciate every time we hit a goal as well. Pat yourself on the back, you know, celebrate it. And then kind of move on to the next one, not just, okay, that's done. What's next? Because mm-hmm. then then you you keep chasing like this place that you'll never get to be. It's like the pot at the end of the rainbow. You'll never get mm-hmm. to it. Like if you keep trying to chase it instead of trying to appreciate the small things and appreciate the present moment as well. So otherwise, you know, you're looking for happiness elsewhere when it really it starts within. It starts like right now, like today. Not It's not going to happen next week when you get that job promotion or if you lose, you know, seven stone in the next few years, it's, it's like it starts today like um yeah yeah uh what are like because you said you know that um one of your biggest jobs is to help like clients kind of overcome obstacles what are some of the most common obstacles you see with your clients 
Um, you know, I've I'm as I said, I've only been coaching like a month, so I'm trying to think of like that, like the most common things that have happened. Um, a lot of people that have come to me might have had a bad experience with a previous coach, which is which is very sad to hear. And like, you know, some people, you know, like every coach has a different approach to things and that's that everyone, each their own. It's like the same, you know, with, you know, different hairdressers, every hairdresser does a different, you know, um, approach to everything. So um, some people have come to me with bad experiences with coaches who were, that might've been eating really low calories. They might have like been told lines out where the person just felt really bad and um, I've had people who might just have bad relationships with food so uh labeling foods good and bad uh, for anyone watching there's no such thing as good or bad this is just a media um driven uh myth in in my eyes anyway mm. um so you know like you know people come to me and be like oh well I eat you know I eat a lot of chocolate or I you know I have a tendency to like snack or eat you know chocolate and I know that's bad for you and I'm like it, it's not bad and like I, so I reassure my clients and I say to them, what if I told you I eat chocolate four times a day and I can look how I want to look and have my physique goals. And they they think that's crazy. And I'm like, but again, I don't label my, I don't label my foods good and bad. I have every, I eat everything um, that I want to eat daily, just in moderation. It's just understanding the moderation of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of, a lot of, a, a, even an obstacle of such being like having habits. I think people, you know, wanted to, you know sign up for a six or eight week challenge and expect the lifetime results but really it you can you can do something for six or eight weeks but as I said kind of say to my clients if you're signing up you know you will be learning the tools and systems that will help you in a lifetime and if you decide after you know eight 12 weeks of signing up with me that you want to continue on and you've learned what you need to do and you go on and use those tools for the rest of your life that's amazing that's what I want people to do but if you sign up and say oh it's been like eight weeks and you know, that's great. But now I'm going to go back to what I was. You're just going to keep recycling. You're going to keep going around this like hamster wheel. Um, so a lot of people that come to me, you know, I want them to come who, re- who really want to give it their all. Um, you know, there's, um, there's, no, there's no point giving half effort when you know you can give your full effort. So, you know, the people that I, I like to kind of work with are, you know, people that um, really would like want to have like long, sustainable results. Um, and you know like progress I suppose you know people might have check in and they might be like oh but I you know there's no drop in weight you know like people really are have this big thing with the numbers like people have told me that you know like all oh, the numbers and scales and everything like that and that's a big thing for a lot of my clients because a lot of my clients are female so we were all worried about the scales um so it's trying to like break out of that habit so like I've had clients where like they might have not seen the scales drop this week but they'll see their energy is increased. They'll see they're happier in themselves. They're creating their own habits. So normally with my clients, when I do a check-in, I kind of give them kind of like what you do, three things to focus on this week. Um, and some of them have come back to me and said, okay, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna do this, this, and this this week. And I'm not even giving them their habits. They already know, they've already learned from what I've been doing and how I've been, you know, kind of like not teaching them, but essentially teaching them, you know, like to create these little habits. So they, I've, I might have a client that said, I had a really bad like week this week. I was like, had no sleep, I felt really low energy. But then they decided, you know, in their check-in, they said, they said to me, I'm going to focus on my sleep this week. I know this is something that I need to work on. And I'm like, 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 
like nearly crying with happiness being like this person has massively changed their first chicken that they've like their mindset has completely changed so you know I work with people who really want to feel confident in themselves that have you know might have um a really negative mindset of their body and you know their confidence and everything and you know I really want people I want people to grow um you know, I'm such like, a, I know my son's really cringy, but to bloom is like a flower. Think of that. Like you're, you're this like little flower and you just want to bloom. And that's for both males and females. Like I, I'm, I actually only have one male client at the moment. Um, I do want to work with more because I would like, like to help males as well. Um, but, um, I've yet to kind of like find males and kind of see where kind of like my, my niche is with them. But hopefully like I, if there's, if there's any males at there that want to work with me but if you're not working with Aina um but yeah the, I think those are kind of like the common obstacles at the moment um that I can think of anyway and obviously like uh, you know and obviously not like this is obviously not forgetting the naturally the global pandemic but I think that's an obstacle but for every single person in the entire world to so think about whatever I don't know how many billion people are on this world on this planet at the moment but everyone is going yes, through that is, five, it, is there I think there's five billion five. okay um so that's naturally an obstacle at the moment we think oh well gems are closed so I can't achieve my goals you most definitely can I've no equipment at home can I achieve my goals most seven, definitely you seven, can. Billion. seven billion okay cool so there we go everyone we learn you learn something new every day um but you know as I said you can't let the outside world interfere with your goals or interfere with you so take for instance you know I'm I'm uh, competing for time in my first um bodybuilding competition in july of this year gyms are closed have been closed for the last whatever two months and i'm still hoping to try and put on muscle am i making use of what i have in terms of equipment yes most definitely am i getting my steps in uh most definitely am i working on my nutrition most definitely there's you need to control the controllables and what i can control is those little elements of my life and you know like i had my own check-in today and i was actually really happy um, with how I looked because I felt so much stronger and I'm feeling so much better and you know but again I worked on little habits each day to bring up that consistency so um so don't let the pandemic um interfere because that like I you know I, I said I did that wasn't one of the initial obstacles that I come up with because I don't think about it I'm like we're in lockdown there's nothing we can there's nothing we can do but that but what can we do and those are the obstacles that we can focus on yeah absolutely um yeah, that's cool. What would you say to like any women maybe that were in your position when you kind of you're in Australia and you saw your sister and she was doing weightlifting and you had, you know, if there's any women that have that idea or, or misconception that weightlifting is going to turn you into the Hulk or weightlifting just shouldn't be done for women, what would you what would you say about that? Don't knock it until you try it. Like if you like and, you know, I was that person. So for anyone that is listening and thinks, you know, that's not what I want to do. That's, you know, I don't want to put on muscle and everything. But um, you can feel and look, um, you know, confident, be it with minimal or a lot of muscle, I suppose. You know, like I remember when my sister told me that even before she, uh, I think it was actually December of 2019, she told me she was going to compete or like it was late December or late um, 2019 she told me she was going to compete and I said this to her because she was up to me uh, she, I said to her I was like 
that's ridiculous. Why would you do such a thing? Like you're going to look like so bulky and everything like that. But then I was turned into a hypocrite. I then turned around a few months later and decided, well, I'm actually going to compete because I, f- I started to fall in love with strength training. And she brought it up. I totally forgot I'd said this to her. I really put her off it. And she was upset by it. And she never told me until a few months later. And she brought it up a few months later and said to me, she was like, do you remember telling me that you said, you know, all these things about what your perception was of bodybuilding and doing these competitions. And now look what you've become. And it, I was really upset that I did actually upset her. Um, obviously, for, like firstly, but secondly, I once I started doing it, I realized, OK, this is what this is how I'm feeling now I understand what she what she was doing so like you like you know when you look at all the fitness influencers and all that kind of whatever or like look at a lot online coaches you know there's you know I think we need to remove the stigma of like that women can't be strong you can be physically and mentally strong and I think that's what I've loved about it um you know I think one of my biggest things is if you are in that position where you're kind of thinking about it find a coach, find a personal trainer, find, be, be it male or female or whatever your gender preference would be, find someone to help you with it. Um, if it's even a friend going to the gym with them, um, you know, having someone to make you accountable, but also to learn like, like strength training, like, um, you know, but you need to bear in mind, like you are, you know, lifting heavy weights or you might be lift, you might start to off lifting what you might consider lightweight and you build that up over time for, for resistance training. But, you know, you need to bear in mind, like it, you know, it can result in injury. So you need to make sure that ensure that you you are doing the correct form and everything. So, you know, it might just be starting up, starting like watching YouTube videos on how to like do correct forms and everything like that. But as I said, a coach probably one of the best places you could start and just having a chat with a coach kind of saying how you're feeling about it. But um, yeah, this, I think, I think hopefully this stigma of like, you know, that women can't be strong and women can't wait live I hope that stigma does start to fade out I think it is starting to um you know I I just look at so many I follow a lot of uh, female coaches who have competed or are competing as well and it, it's an incredible um journey that you could embark upon but you know even if you don't want to compete like you can still tra- strength train and look absolutely insane um but it's just it's a really great form of um exercise in my opinion yeah absolutely I um because I'm doing all the online coaching now just with gyms being closed and all that and transitioned over. Um, but last year and three, for the last three, four years I've been doing one-to-one PTs, but I'd often get women coming in and, you know, they're like, I'm just doing cardio. I don't want to do any weights. Um, will this not make me bulky? Um, you know, am I not going to get, you know, too strong and bulky looking and whatever it is like, but every time I've, you know, broken down that kind of barrier and shown them what it feels like to lift weights you know it doesn't matter who they're like you know 40 year old with with two or three kids could have been a student coming in whatever whatever it doesn't really matter where they are in life um you even had older people than that um i'm not saying that's old <laughs> 40 50 60 is still not old you still have a lot of life left um, 70 even but you know like it doesn't really matter where you are in your life. I think weightlifting can absolutely be for you. Um, if you're a bit older, I think it's even more important because, you know, I even see with my own mom, like trying to get up and down and she's not very old. It's just natural aging process. Getting up, you know, sitting on the floor and getting back up is is difficult for someone mm-hmm. like her. Um, and I saw it and I said it to her, I was like, you know, like mom, like you can't like, you know, 
bend down properly without like you know me helping you lift up lift you up or you know holding on to something to get up I was like what the fuck is going to happen to you in 10 years like you know you're going to be in a nursing home um something to wipe your ass like you know like and it's not maybe not 10 years but what i meant by it was like you don't you don't have the strength right now to like lift yourself off the floor if you keep going at the rate you're going in 10 15 20 years you'll be in the nursing home earlier than you'd want to be and that's that's a harsh reality of it um i knew that would hit home with her as well because she's always had the mindset i'm not going to nursing home i'm never going to nursing home um you know i'd get a mind or whatever so um I just think that it's so so important for any any female to to weight lift if not for body composition goals you know even not for muscle but just for strength and how you feel mentally and even just how you feel physically i think it's absolutely important like if you can feel strong you go into the gym you know and you i don't know you squat a 20 kilo bar for the first time um you know you come out of there and you feel like you're on top of the world like so anything else you do that day is going to be very easy as well um, yeah you know and, and they're just some of the kind of carryover effects you get out of weightlifting besides looking better um cool what uh what advice would you have for any kind of women looking to get in shape um that haven't started or maybe they're you know trying to start in january um you know they're they're in early early stages of the the process don't wait until monday don't wait until january don't wait for a new month don't wait for a new week start now the best thing that you can do is just start the first step is probably even just acknowledging okay i'm going to do it you know i'm going to do something it could be reaching out to a coach a joining a gym it could be telling a friend i'm going to do this take one small step because this, the first step is so important to acknowledge that you are going to start this journey. Um, you know, and, you know, we, we, we might have the goal in place and you're like, oh my God, that, that my, my goal sounds so daunting. Or, you know, best, best thing is if you don't have a goal, that's okay. Create a system um, that will help you like create like these like daily habits and weekly habits that are massively going to, you know, um, like having daily and weekly, monthly habits um that will probably last a lifetime um will make for massive results um so yeah i think just start now like if you're listening and you're still listening to this podcast start now this could be it could be messaging in himself it could be messaging another coach it could be joining a gym as i said you know make one small task that you are going to do and that for and the rest will fall fall into place um you know, it could be really, you know, it could be watching a YouTube video. It could be, you know, the, you know, listening to other podcasts, you know, really start to think, okay, how, how will I do this? You know, you know, I like, I'm obviously my preferred thing is to get a coach because this is a person who has the experience and is knowledgeable in this field. And they're the perfect person to help you. Um, Like a friend is going to be there to emotionally support you and cheer you on, but as well as a coach, they're going to be able to cheer you on. Um, So I think that's probably a good place to start. Um. Hopefully, so that's why I would think. Just, just, just stop, stop waiting. Stop wishing it's going to like magically appear. Stop yeah. waiting for motivation. Motivation is an action. It's not a feeling. So that's one thing I've definitely learned over the last few months is motivation is an action. It's when yeah. you decide, okay, I'm going to do it. There's no point in saying, okay, I'm going to wait until like seven o'clock and then I might do this. It's like, no, start now. What's what's holding you back? What's what's the worst that can happen? So nothing bad can happen. 
yeah something so, something i constantly remind clients and myself of is like action comes before motivation like motivation doesn't just fall from the sky and i had that up in my story this week um you know if you're waiting mm. train i don't want to train at home trust me i hate it as much as everyone else oh stop it i love the weights i love machines you know training in a cold small area with limited weights is tough um mm. and the motivation will never come to do something that you don't and maybe not even enjoy but something you find a little bit difficult because once i get started i'm so happy but you know motivation is not just going to fall in your lap you have to act and then motivation comes after um and i think that's that's pretty important and yeah. you know not putting things off just get it done something i've really started to do now in the last while is if there's something in my day i have to do that i don't like um so it's a, it could be something like my accounts whatever it is something i just i'm like oh fuck I'll do it first, get it out of the way. Like, just stop thinking about it because it's wasting mental energy. Um, and once it's done, it's kind of positive procrastination. It's called where you do the hardest thing first. Everything else then after that is easy. Same as like training, even if you don't enjoy it, but you know you, maybe not don't enjoy it, but you don't like the thoughts of it, but you know when you do it, you feel good. If you do that out and get it out of the way in the morning, the rest of the day is just going to be a massive accomplishment. Like everything after that is is just on the way up, like. Um, what are some of the like the biggest mistakes you've made? I think I've made some mistakes, but I think what I can admit is that I will make further mistakes. Like I'm just because you know, like as I'm very early, I'm into this you know new career really for me and this new industry. So like you know, don't think that like every coach hasn't made mistakes or that they will make mistakes everyone's going to make mistakes that's just life and we learn from them and that's what makes us human beings and that's how we develop and grow like it's not just like oh oh we've made all our mistakes in our 20s now in our 30s we're going to marry not going to happen it, it's not going to happen so um some of the mistakes that i made in terms of fitness i definitely overtrained i thought training six days six days sometimes twice a day that i was going to like massively like lose my weight that that's just not how it worked um you know eating low calories again i didn't understand calories i didn't understand what you know like a, a calorie deficit was i didn't understand what calorie maintenance was i didn't understand all those things so you know um i just i needed to be further educated into, into um all those things um other mistakes i've made <laughs> like i've made mistakes with form like when i look back at some like old videos and i'm like oh my god how did i not like result in, in like when i look back at some like um exercise i performed and i'm kind of wonder how I didn't you know like tear a ligament when I look back at some things I did but again I've learned from that and I can look back and you know probably when like when the gym is back up open back up in Ireland I'll probably still make mistakes because I'm not used to it um because again I've very minimal equipment at home so you know probably when I go back to do like a back squat I probably won't be able to do the same but we're all going to do that not every session that we do in the gym is you know, always perfect. There's always going to be something that we're going to like, you know, struggle with. And then um, I think let yourself have those mistakes and don't feel bad about them. Let them be a learning experience. Um, but yeah, no doubt I'm going to make future mistakes, 100%. Um, but that's just life. And we just will build and grow from that. Yeah, exactly. I think mistakes are like some of the most, it's some of the most important kind of things that happen along the way, no matter what you're doing. Like, um, they just teach you so much so it's not mm -hmm. to like look at yourself as a failure it's like okay i made that mistake what did i learn from it and that's something to do with my clients every week as well um you know if they're like oh i fucked up i 
you know, I ate a load of food or whatever I binge, maybe then I'll, you know, I'll look a little bit further and say, okay, what made you kind of do that? Let's not, you know, have any more guilt around this. Let's not feel bad. Let's look at this with, you know, a bit of compassion and ask yourself, why did it happen? So that then going forward, we can recognize it and maybe make, you know, swap habits and things like that. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of the time it's emotional eating, which I think a lot of people struggle with. So, you know, you're feeling kind of, you know, sad or stressed or angry or whatever it is, you go straight for, you know, the tub of Ben and Jerry's or whatever it might be, chocolate. You grab that to get rid of the, the feelings kind of straight away because you feel better once you start eating. Um, but with that, you're not dealing with them feelings. You're just kind of masking it. It's the same as if someone grabbed a drink, you know, if they're stressed after work or whatever. You're not then ever dealing with that that stress or that emotion. So, you know, I'm not saying don't eat, but maybe you know, next time you feel a, a bit pissed off, try go for a walk first or else try journal a little bit or tell someone about it and then have have something to eat because you likely want to eat a little bit less um, because you've dealt with that feeling you felt a bit better. And there is room for all of that. There's room for ice cream. There's room for wine at the weekends, whatever it might be. Um, I think when you restrict too much as well, that's what leads to, to things like binges. So where there's no restriction, you're not going to have anything like that as well. Um but it takes time and it takes, if you're someone that's in that kind of position, then I definitely highly suggest getting a coach um, because that's probably been going on all your life. It's not just going to sort itself out overnight. And, you know, it hasn't been working for you so far by yourself. What will make it work, you know, in the next how many years by yourself, you know, just get someone to help you with that. Even, if it's if it's quite serious then a counselor definitely or another professional just someone like you know mm-hmm. um what would be like and is there any other kind of messages you'd want to give anyone listening now <laughs> that sounds like um like was asking a psychic think- medium or something to, <laughs> to send out messages yeah it's no. a very open question but i suppose like if you take anything from this podcast is to really just know and this is good like this is not just obviously talking to females this is talking to all genders but that like you know remove this like self-love is something that every human on this world deserves and we need to love ourselves so you know if it's you know feeding our uh, nourishing our bodies with nutrition if it's exercising um if it's meditation or whatever just re find the tools that will help you understand who you are um, and how to like develop as a, a person. Um, I think this is now the perfect time, particularly because we're in lockdown, when we're like, okay, how are we going to keep our minds busy? Start focusing on you. Focus on things that are going to make you happy. Um, understand, okay, who am I? What What is the person I want to become? Or even just understanding who you are now um, and make make the changes you might need to make. Um, like if you're if you've been putting off the idea of getting a coach and you might think oh god that's a bit of a luxury now and like you know I don't want to spend that money it's an investment into you that's it's a perfect self-development tool is getting a coach because you're investing into yourself and you realize your self-worth by getting a coach being like okay this person's going to help me you know have tools in place to help me you know live a happier and more fulfilled life so um yeah I think this is now time to focus on self-development yeah absolutely i agree and even if it's not you know i know there's a lot of people not in a position that want to coach and this is not just a massive sell trying to get people to get coaches but we Mm -hmm. have coaches ourselves i've been through all that 
bullshit of like going to the gym, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. I didn't understand calories. I remember one of my friends who I ended up helping losing a significant amount of weight before I ever was a trainer. He had to like explain calories to me because I, it just melted my head. Like I could not understand it. And if I could go back to that, whatever age I was, 15, 16, 17, starting the gym, um, I would honestly just say, like tell myself to get a coach. Didn't matter how much it costs or whatever, because in the long run, it would have saved me a lot of money on bullshit, mass gain or fucking shakes and um, every magazine under the sun and whatever it might be. Do you know, it just removes all the bullshit. It actually means that you're spending less money on crap that doesn't work because you're getting knowledge, um, you're getting empowerment, um, you know, and you're learning tools about like self-love as well. I think most coaches don't just focus on the physical side of things. Um, you know, if, if they do, then I think they're doing you a bit of a disservice because there's so many other areas. Like you said, it, there's a 360 degree view. So if you're only focusing on the physical and you're neglecting sleep, stress, your emotional state, um, you know, all of, all of the other things that, that matter, then, you know, you're not actually going to grow as a person. So you can do, you can put in all the work in the gym, but if, if you're stressed out, like overly, overly stressed out, then nothing's ever going to change. Um, and like you said, you know, if you, if you can't love yourself, I don't know how you can expect to love anybody else. And I think that's a big goal for most people is to be able to love someone like their kids, a partner, whatever it is. Most people don't do this life journey alone. Like, and if you're not able to love yourself, the person that you're sleeping with every night, it doesn't matter if someone's beside you, you're actually going to bed with you. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy with that person, how are you going to be happy with anybody else? Um, and you can't like you can't give from an empty cup you just can't there's nothing to give um, so just to wrap it up I kind of I ask a question at the end of the podcast and it's just what is happiness to you it's another deep one that's another deep one it's a hard um, I think happiness to me is is like everyday magic. Um, you know, and I think that's something I've probably realized in a global pandemic is actually, you know, what, you know, what does make me happy? And it's simply, it could be just simple as waking up every day and realizing, okay, I, I, I've, I've had a luxury of waking up, you know, some people don't get to wake up out of bed, you know, that's probably very dark, but you know what I mean? Like I, you know, happiness, is from within as kind of like again this going back to like the self-development self-worth kind of a thing but happiness is just like you know it's a lot of different things it's like you know waking up it's spending time with family is you know for me it's you know it's training it's helping people like you know happiness um is just realizing that you can be happy if that makes sense um it's just about being stuff and having a like a yeah like a positive mindset um you know, being loved um, and just, it's an indescribable feeling, I think as well, because I obviously like I'm now lost for words and for anyone that knows me will know that I always have a, a paragraph to say about everything. So um, it's something I'm actually lost for words. So it's an indescribable feeling. And I know when you feel it, you'll know. It's like when, it's like when you're in love and you're kind of like, oh God, what will I ever know what like, you know, my soulmate, you know, having a soulmate or what that feeling will be like, you'll know in your heart, like listen to your heart uh, listen to your gut, listen to your head. Um, so we have three brains, um, which some people may not know, but we have three brains, our, our head brain, our heart brain, 
and our, or sorry, head, I should say, and our gut. So l- lining all three is quite important. Like you always say like, oh, trust your gut. But then sometimes you might be like, oh, what's my head think? What's my heart think? But there's your gut as well. So you need to align um, all those three. So once you align um, any decision or any um, task that you might have um, with all three heads, um, you will you will understand um, happiness as well. So that's that's a very weird answer. I know. I'm really sorry if nobody got that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, I love that question because it's so it's so open to very open to anything. You could get any answer. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think I think you're on the ball with it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's it. That's how I'm kind of I close the podcast anyway, and then just. I think there is like a lot of value there, even for me anyway. And I know that people will get a lot of value from this. Um, you know, most of the podcasts I put up, I get people saying, oh, I tried this. You know, I had a guy on recently that lost 10 stone in 10 months. Um, and he made changes with coffee. And then a girl listening to that then made changes with coffee. And it wasn't because oh, he said he did it. She was like, you know, looking at, okay, maybe I could make these small changes here as well. So she applied something she listened. She learned from this podcast, which is, exactly what I want from it anyway um and if if there is someone that's interested in kind of getting in touch with you or seeing more from you where could they find you shit oh it just cut out sorry uh this is connect can you hear me yeah, no, I can hear you now. Yeah, no, you just cut out. Just I was connected. like, oh, this is connected to my um, my hotspot because my Wi-Fi is crap back in my room. So someone just called and then it cuts out. So anyway, what I just said there was um, essentially where can people find you? Oh, people can find me um, mostly on Instagram. Um, so Jess um, underscore selfish. So S-E-L-F-F-I-T. Um, or selfish coaching um, as well. So my, I would say my personal page was kind of like my life. Um, really. And then like my, my own, co- my own um, coaching page, which is at selfish coaching. It's the best place. Okay. Perfect. Uh, thanks so much for, for coming on. Being the first, the first girl, the first lady, first woman I've had on the podcast. So that's good. I was just noticing because I've had kind of 10 or 11 done now. And I'm like, okay, this is not intentionally just men. So I was like, I need to, I need to start getting more women on, um, which is really good. So I think I, I, I'm really interested in hearing just everyone's perspective, you know, as well. And I know that there's some things that will relate to other people there in that as well. Um, and everyone has like different stories to tell, different, you know, ideas. Like I said, everyone's a different kind of coach, same way. Like you go to the barber, you know, you'll get, you'll get a different result from every person. Um, and I hope that people got a lot from this anyway. So thanks so much for being on. And no, no. See you soon. Yeah. No, I, I can't. I can't wait to listen. I have no idea what I'm after saying. So, but um, no, I'm. I'm so grateful that you asked me to be on. So I'm excited. Good stuff. So, when when will it be out? Roughly.